0: Welcome to Through the Keyhole, home of the Association of Laparoscopic Surgeons of Great Britain and Ireland podcast, putting innovation, technology and training at the heart of surgery. We want this to be a two-way dialogue, so join the conversation by emailing hello at ttkpodcast.com.
1: Welcome to Through the Keyhole podcast. Uh, Today we are going to talk about the next stage, how to manage uh, training and ha- perhaps how to manage the, the latter part of your career. I have one of our most decorated cricketers, uh, Graham Gooch, who is going to join me on the podcast. This is Through the Keyhole. Graham, thanks for, for, for joining uh, other people. Uh, so it's important in surgery because at some point I might need an operation. Um, But also, how do you you deal with that latter part of your career? You know, you went from captain of England, uh, you you led the side incredibly, you you, you achieved so much with the bat, Um, you then went on to have a a coaching career. How do you manage all of that? Because when you're at the peak of your powers, as sometimes a consultant surgeon may be at the peak of their powers, and then they have to work towards retirement, how do you manage that whole thing?
0: I, I think it's very difficult because um in in a sporting context you know your your life is planned out for you with the matches with the training and all the things that go to prepare um the, the fixture schedule whatever so you know your your daily routine is generally planned out and, and especially in cricket as we know you you know it's mm-hmm. not like football you play once or twice a week you you, yeah. you could be playing 7 days 7 days a week so it is difficult um I think what a, what a good idea is, is if you're playing sport, is to create another interest that, that can take your mind off of, of that sport. I'll, I'll give you a great example. People ask me, you know, I coached Alistair Cook for quite a long time. Mm. And of course, he, he married into a farming family, and yeah. now he's a fully-fledged farmer. So that's been of great benefit to him yeah. because he's been able to get away from his sport his day job, so to speak, yeah. and do something which I wouldn't say started off as a hobby at the beginning. He was thrown into it, but it, it, it's been beneficial to him because he, he's had another interest. So I, I think that's important if you can do that. You don't um, want to be defined
1: by it. You sort of want to be the human being who, who does your, your, your sport or whatever.
0: Well, if it, I think if, it eat, if you eat, sleep and drink it, like the game in our case, um, there is nothing else... In yeah. your life, if you, if you see what I mean, you know, you might have your, your, obviously your social life a bit and obviously your family life, which is great, but, um, you, you've got to find a way of relaxing yeah. away from it because if you, it's one of those things that, you know, you, you, you can take it with you to bed. it don't leave you, you know, when you finish a day's play, it doesn't leave you, mm. you know, if you've had a good day or a bad day, you know, you, you know, you feel down, you go to some dark places sometimes, Um, if he's had a bad day and and then then a good day really is and I have to tell you this the the best feeling in the world as as a batsman as a cricketer is being not out overnight yeah (laughs) <laughs> that is the greatest feeling, you know, for me. I, I can't speak for other players, but when you're having a shower and you're not out, however many, or hopefully quite a few, and you you got that feeling of what's going to happen the next day
1: it extends overnight. Correct? Yeah, hands. yeah. You
0: got. You know, I'm I'm still I'm still in the game the next day if you see what I mean. So. Um, uh, I, I think it's hard. I mean, I was lucky when I finished, I, I did a bit of coaching, I did a bit of media work and I've I've always been involved with Essex, so I, I kept quite busy, but I suppose to... Um, you pr- built a legacy though, didn't you? Well, of, I've uh, always done a bit of after-dinner speaking and, yeah. and, and corporate speaking, even when I was playing, so I moved into a bit of that at the end, or I, I did more of that, yeah. which... Um, I quite liked because, um, and I don't mind telling you, is that, you know, when you prepare yourself to play, I wouldn't be blaming a coach. I wouldn't be blaming a, an advisor for my performance. The individual, the performance is down to yeah. him. He owns the, 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 the performance, okay? Yeah. Yes, your coaches, your, your mentors and people on the periphery can help you. Their job is to supply ideas, uh, options, suggestions. Your job as a performer is to say, yeah, I'm going to do that or I'm going to try that and I might incorporate that in my game. The coach and the mentor's job is not to play the game for them. Mm. So so y- it's your game, your career. So when you come to do corporate speaking and after dinner speaking, it's a very similar thing. Yeah. I don't rely on anyone else. I, I, you know, it's down to my performance, if you see what yeah. I mean. And I quite like that. I think you need to own your own performance. I can't stand performers who blame coaches because yeah, yeah. it's not the coach who plays. OK, yeah, yeah. so I, I think you, you've got to find things that, to occupy your mind. But it, it is difficult because uh, the only thing I can really say is that you, you should be preparing before the end of your career. So that's, that's the key, isn't it? That
1: preparation. Um, and getting getting your, your getting ready, but you don't want to cut yourself loose because I think psychologically you, you, you it may affect performance. I don't know. Um, I think one has to prepare for such a big change because it does affect one mentally. I think mm. uh, for for doctors uh, in 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 the in their careers, the suicide rate is, is incredibly high. Um, when when you finish your career as a consultant surgeon for example um, you know everyone's been there everyone's been there for you uh, you're a leader and then suddenly you know the day you retire um, your theatre team is not your theatre team it's not your theatre anymore Um, and and that that sense of um, thymos of being recognised has gone Um, so you you've you must have got enormous reward from all the stuff you did with young cricketers, setting up the foundation and and all that coaching. Yeah, I think I
0: think I think uh, you know I mean coaching is effectively helping others, isn't yeah. it? I mean it's the next best thing to playing. It's not yeah. quite like playing because the, the the buzz and the drive and all the things you know you aim for is there as a player. It's not quite the same as a coach because I mean, in in your world, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're training somebody. There is a limit to what you can do. Yeah. Because the analogy is when you cross the white line, they're on their own. Yeah. And you can only advise and suggest and help. As I said, the performer needs to take the responsibility and decide what's he going to incorporate into his his performance. um, And and they have to shape their future. But there is a, a tremendous amount of satisfaction when you see someone you've had an involvement with. Yeah have success
1: so um, i'm going to move the discussion on from the retirement uh, side of things and stepping down because i think you've you've dealt with that of, of having to prepare but what you've just said is really interesting we don't have a boundary line in surgery so when we're having a trainee and a trainer it's you know the best trainer can sit beyond the fictional boundary line and let the trainee operate because they've done all the prep beforehand, they know mm. they know what to do. Um, far too often, unfortunately, trainers take over the the instruments and, and take over the operation. And, and you can imagine, you know, if 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 you were the coach and somebody was batting and you just walked out of the middle and took over the batter, you would do this all wrong. So this this is a real issue. Yeah, with,
0: I mean, what I would say ab- about coaching or training is is that firstly, it's a two-way street mm-hmm. and not a one-way street. So a one-way street would be tell. Yeah. The coach or trainer tells. And the best relationship I've experienced is when you have a two-way street. So you want a debate with your you know, pupil, if you like, or whatever you want to call them, someone you know you're working with. You want to have a two-way conversation? They're asking questions, they are seeking information. Um, it's like, you know, we've met I't you says you played a bit of cricket. If you say to me, Graham, I, I play a bit, can you help me with my forward yeah. defense or off-drive? I'm 50 percent there to helping you. Very good. Why is that? Do you know why? Because I've asked. Could you want the information? Yeah. You yeah. want it. And that's important. Yeah. So if you have to keep and I'm, you have to, if you have to keep tapping people on the shoulder and say, "Hang on a minute, should we have a coffee and a chat about this?" Yeah. Then it's more difficult because they don't realise. So you want someone who's on what I call on receive. Eng- They've engaged, got to be yeah. on receive. Yeah, engaged yeah. on receive is the way I would describe it. Yeah. And if they're on receive, you'll get a two way conversation. And I think you'll got a much better chance uh, of Helping that person and, and and making improvements for them from them asking you, as I said, you giving options, ideas, how you do this, but you've you've got to do it, and not a one. You see too much coaching, I think, of people just tell. And, and 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 the great line I've got to give you this line: if you tell someone to do something, they'll do it once. If you teach them, they will do it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's.
1: Um, so uh, there's so many things came through my mind um as you were as you were talking there so feedback in our world is 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 really important and and surgery is is quite you can imagine it's quite intimidating when you're being taught when you're being taught by a master surgeon the 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 trainee the 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 younger surgeon that there's a there's a it's hugely anxiety provoking and and you ask at the end of any operation you ask a trainee how did that go they'll say oh they'll find the mistake, not the 99% of stuff that, that was really good. So that's very interesting. And the other thought that went through my mind is, is I think you'd be disappointed by my Asian wrists because um, <laughs> because my off-drives could, could sky a little bit. So you could work on that.
0: It's, it's so, interesting you mentioned that, Tam, because um, I, I've worked with players, one hmm. I, I can think of in particular, who would have a great practice session or... You know, and, and but he, he would always highlight the one thing yeah. he did wrong. And one thing I learned in my coaching career and training and trying to help people, being a mentor, is yes, you need to inform, you know, you your you're charge the things that they need to look at, as we've already yeah. discussed, what they need to, you know, what to be looking to do or whatever, this way, that way. But you've always always got to highlight good coaching is about highlighting what they're doing well. Yeah, it's yeah. not just about what they need to do. Always, you've got to major on, you know, what they're doing well as well, because everyone likes a, a positive message. You know, yeah. you can't always be not not negative, but you, you've got to have a balance there.
1: But it also gives people something to build on for their next innings, for their next operation, and I think that's really important because you can't just uh, operate in a vacuum of negativity. Um, and and I think. Uh, that does form uh, a decent discussion point. We now have software that we can auto-navigate to points of error, which is important because um, rather than having the discussion during the operation saying, stop, stop that, you know, it becomes all uh, very, very heated. We can sit down afterwards and you can get, uh, you know, an hour-long operation distilled down to, say, four or five minutes. And and you can say to me, well, um, listen what do you think happened there and and then the the trainee can just say well i think i overshot with my instrument there's too much cautery. there's there's bleeding and and you know perhaps the things i can do to improve rx but i you know then there's 54 minutes of good stuff which also that's the problem the ai doesn't pick up the good stuff because it's it's good there's no no error mm. fantastic so we've talked about training i'm going to just finish off by, with some quick fire um issues to, to think about. What, in your mind, you know, if, if you were to just get the kernel of what a good team looks like to you, what, what, are, what are the aspects of good
0: teamwork? Or a good um, team? You, you don't always need people who absolutely see eye to eye and getting on as like socially yeah. friendly. That helps, but it, it's not paramount. Um, they need to be professional and, and they need to be able to interact together yeah. okay yeah. and um they need to be pulling pulling for each other in in one direction yeah social
1: you know? interaction is the gatekeeper to team yes it's and, and and the
0: way the way to get to good team spirit is the leader whoever be the leader of your team if, it, if it's the consultant um you know you don't Okay, you don't have to be liked. I'll tell you in, in, a, in a sporting sense, as a leader, you don't have to be liked. Mm-hmm. You have to be respected. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the important bit. Mm-hmm. You don't gain respect just because you've got the pips on yeah. your shoulder. You gain respect by the way you treat people, the way you interact by, with people, the way you behave, and the, and the way you know you, you try and bring them together. That's how you gain respect. And, and the example you set, obviously, as well, in that behaviour. Yeah, and then too many people who get, you know, a, a position of authority think, you know, they're, they're just going to, it's just going to be okay just because they're, they're the one in charge. That's not the way.
1: Uh, oh, 100%. So, so the hierarchies in hospitals are very complicated. We have nursing hierarchies, medical hierarchies, and they interact often very badly. Um, and, and as you said, the person with the pips then has this authority gradient to the person down, downstream and, and they'll have the authority gradient, but they won't have the respect. And, and that respect is so important in the teamwork. No, and, and
0: things like, um, and, and, you know, it, it's quite topical given the, um, the political situation. Um, don't ask anyone to do something that you're not prepared Precise to do yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first rule of management.
1: Absolutely. Role modeling is, is, is number one. And, and just the last question I keep the, so I'll keep my, um, uh, my zipping leg spinner till the end. How do you deal with the difficult colleague? The The star
0: player. Ah,
1: so you said the star player. Yeah. So, so in your world, it's the star player, but you know, the, the mood hoover, the person who's, who's, who's going to disrupt the chemistry.
0: Um, Well, the star player, so the star player syndrome is is somebody I would describe as, um, obviously in every walk life it would be slightly different, but it would be someone who is pretty good at their job, Mm -hmm. gets results, but don't conform to the uh, team ethics, should Mm -hmm. we say. Goes off at a tangent a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, It's always the most difficult thing because... You know, someone who performs, you're probably prepared to give them a little bit more of a rein because they perform well. Your issue then comes with the other members of that team. If you're letting them get away with things Mm. and they're not getting away, that can, you know, create disharmony. It's a very difficult one. You've got to find a way of getting that person on board. Um, uh, But if they're performing... um, you know, you, you don't want to remove that them from the team. I mean, well, I've seen it quite a lot in recent times. Yeah. You, you can probably come up with a few names there, um, certainly one in the last decade. Um, and it, it's the most difficult thing. And as you have to have your red lines at certain places. Um, but, you know, uh, you, you've got to be sympathetic towards them Um, in a way that uh, you understand, try and understand where they're coming from. Uh, Sometimes that's impossible, you know, because they just won't, they won't conform. I don't think you can get everyone to be exactly the same robotic, if you see what I mean. You've got to give a little bit of leeway for someone who performs. And, you know, I'll give you an example. I won't mention names, but I've had two instances that I know of uh, where that sort of thing happened a bit, but the, in the end, the rest of the team came together and, and basically said, "Look," he said, "this person performs every week. You know, yeah. we don't mind him or her. You know, yeah. Put up, we're put up with a bit because they perform. The problem that the problem comes normally in sport when that person doesn't perform, perform. anymore. Yeah." And then their days are numbered. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue. Yeah,
1: that's very, very. It, it,
0: it, it, there is no. One answer, I don't think, to that question.
1: Yeah, I think you dealt with that really well, actually, because because there is no one answer, in my my opinion. It's it's each situation has to be be treated on its merits, just like um, every ball. That's blown. yeah. I
0: mean, it, 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 look, the one situation with a football manager you would have heard of. I won't mention any names. Uh, they had a star Brazilian player. Basically, he had a row with him on the training field. That the star mm. Brazilian player went off to the dressing room, and and this well-respected manager said to the rest of the team, "Well, I'm not having that." he's not playing this week you know because I can't have that disrespect yeah. and that you know on the on the, on the the training pitch and whatever I've got to you know you know, sort of take some action yeah. and pretty much all the team came to him and said look boss um, yeah. you know he gets two goals every Saturday <laughs> for us you know and he yeah. wins us the game yeah. so you know that's the sort of thing you're up against, you know it's not up against but you've got to be a bit malleable a bit flexible it, it's so
1: true well um, Graham uh, we've heard Pearls of wisdom which we can actually translate beautifully into into my world and, and the world of the people listening to this podcast in surgery, and I think you will have had a, 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 an influence. You know, in terms of retirement and that feeling of perhaps occasional irrelevance for us, it's 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 all about preparation. In terms of training, it, it's the ability of not crossing the boundary rope for, for us as trainers, but also for the trainees to you know as a, a two way street that you you talked about. I, I love the way you discussed teamwork and then then later on we talked about the, the star player uh, teamwork is all about um, making sure those that you're professional and you have decent social uh, interactions or, or, or good communication so um, if you were to uh, run a training program for surgeons for young surgeons um what would your advice be to them? So they're the young batsmen. What would your, what would your advice be to them in terms of their attitude to training um, with, with a master surgeon? What would you ask them to do?
0: Well, I, I think you need to, to learn off others. That's part of the knowledge, yeah. right? So, you, you, you know, um, how, how you, your attitude to everything... Will, will determine how successful you're going to be yeah. and how much satisfaction yeah. you will get from, from, from doing a good job, in, you know, a life-saving job in, in your case. In, in my case, it's not like that. It's just that um, it's easy to be ordinary. Yeah. It's tough yeah. to be the best. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the last saying you've heard this, success in life is an inside job.
1: Very good, Graham. that's a fantastic way to uh, end this. You absolutely knocked it out of the park, out of the ground, as you said. Thank you very much for joining us on Through the Keyhole.